Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name. And we're still here. Welcome to week 17 of the Bagels and Locks podcast with Davey Bagels. My name is Chase Medorski. Have you ever been to Atlanta? I, I have like a few different tangents I'm going to go on before we uh, get going. I, I'm very fond of Atlanta. I think it's a great city. I figured you get yeah, you going to school in the South. I figured you'd been a bit. So I went for the first time this weekend. Um, cool city. And I bring up that I went for two reasons. Um, I'll start with, they were actually both pretty sad reasons. Um, I'll start with what was the more sad of the two. So Sunday I buy the city pass, which gets you access to like all of the in-town landmarks essentially. And so I went to the aquarium, the college football hall of fame and the Coke exhibit museum, whatever. This is what you went to Atlanta for to do like touristy shit. You live in New York. Why don't you just do touristy shit here? It's Christmas time in New York. I'm going to get to the Saturday part in a second. Okay. That's not why I went. How was the aquarium? I like aquariums, actually. Aquarium was great. They had whale sharks. It was so sick. That is sick. I was basically walking around, and I turned to my friend. I go, man, I wish I had an edible right now. It, it would edibles. They should sell edibles at aquariums. They'd make a killing. My first thought was actually, I wish they had astronaut food, because that's usually what I get in museums, like the dehydrated ice cream sandwiches. That's disgusting. You disgusting. Yeah, they're not great. It's kind of just more of a tradition at this point. So anyway, I'm all excited for dinner. I'm going to get Magic City chicken wings. Ooh. Dude, like football, football Sunday, the kitchen was closed. You know, honestly, it, because it's not a wing place, it's a strip club first and foremost. Anybody who tells you it's a wing place just that's doesn't the want only to. Day, the the only day the kitchen was closed was Sunday. Because that's probably the day that the least amount of people go to the strip club. There's a lot of big football fans down there. They're at the game. Um, along that um, – I was I was one of my picks last week was uh, Falcons minus three. Getting to watch that meltdown with Falcons fans was very amusing. Um, but the main reason I went to Atlanta to answer your question was um, booked a trip back in August to see UCLA basketball game. I'd also never been to Atlanta, so I wanted to go to the city. And it's bad enough that UCLA. I've now gone two Saturdays in a row to two different cities, Philly and. Uh, Atlanta to watch us look like shit. This is a bad basketball team. We lost. We had the longest home winning streak in the country, and it ended last night at Paul White to fucking CSUN. Do you, you even know? What's- the, the, the first of all, that's brutality. Second of all, you told me you guys were going to be good. You told me you had all these fucking Europeans, and you were going to be good. What always, happened? Always trust an American brand is the answer. Yeah. Um. So I'm sitting there feeling terrible about myself. I'm also dealing with which I'm sure. Uh. You know. I'm sure um, you can relate to this. I'm dealing with coastal elite North Carolina fans and illiterate Kentucky fans. They're playing each other. It's an incredible juxtaposition. Um, But all that said, I'm already feeling terrible as my team's getting kicked, their asses kicked, and nothing cheers you up like your friend and your girlfriend leaving you a 30-second voice memo just telling you to go fuck yourself over and over and over again. What, what, were they not UCLA fans? They were there for, I don't know, who'd they play? Did you listen to what I just said at all? Why did they tell you to fuck yourself? I don't get it. 
You did it. You let the voice memo. Oh. <laughs> when did I do that? Jeez. It was a hazy Saturday, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, I heard it was successful festivus. Um, your girlfriend first sent me an angry text saying, hey, asshole, I thought I was going to see you Friday and Saturday. Fuck you. I then apologized um, and then got a 30-second voice memo of both of you saying, fuck you, Chase, over and over again. Um, hmm. Who sent this? Did I send this? Let me check my no, text. This is a bad it. look for me, by the way. That this, <laughs> that I, Oh, boy. And you're good. You did not send it. Andy sent it. Um, look, I don't care. I'll tell you to fuck yourself if I want to tell you, tell you to fuck yourself. I'm just a little concerned that... You told me this, and I was like, oh, one of your friends in Atlanta, was. why were they mad at you? Um, yeah, it's okay. Um, hey, you should have come. Look, we had, we threw a great little party. The bar was great. We had a good time, and uh, you should have come. Should've look, been there. I, booked, I booked this trip back in August around what Festivus was last year, December 9th. Um, we moved the date back. That's on me. I've already made it abundantly clear that I will not be missing any tree trimmings. Festivus is anything of the sort next year. Um, because if I have to go watch another UCLA game in person, I'm probably gonna kill myself. So all right, you're you're doing your best Grinch impersonation right now. The, the listeners want festive joy and holiday spirit, and you're like, I didn't go to the fucking Christmas parties, my team sucks ass, my co-host hates me. Where's the where's the joy? How was your week? I, you, I you did some not best. You want me? You want me to be even more festive and really keep it going? Yeah. This afternoon, I saw a movie about the Holocaust. <laughs> oh, Jesus! Good. Oh, jokes aside, good movie. Going to get nominated for best picture. Um, What's it called? It's called Zone of Interest. Um, oh, the the TLDR is um, it's about basically how like the Nazis like justified that the ends meant the means and like normalized it. Good movie with like what's going on in the world right now. Um, other than that though, Atlanta is a great city. Um, I tried 60 different sodas from around the world. Um, and to be honest with you, it was the closest I've ever come to puking on the spot in a very long time, drinking included. Um, yeah, Atlanta's cool. Big airport. Huge airport. Big airport. Christmas is coming up. Um, that's cool. I'll admit, I was a really bad Jew this Hanukkah. I didn't light the candles or eat latkes once. I lit the menorah once, and I don't even own a menorah. Um, yeah, well, you know what it is? This is what happens when Jacob's not at the apartment. Where, will, where, is, where, where is your roommate? What's going on? I don't know. Where is he most of the time? <laughs> I, so I don't, you guys moved in together, and then he paid you rent every month, and he's there once a week, less? We probably in six months spent about 30 days under this, like sleeping at the same apartment at the same time. He's at his girlfriend's a lot because she lives by herself and has a cute dog. Uh, Um, The dog dog will get you. So, you know, that's that. But uh, other than that, I I won a a game last week in the picks. That's cool. Um, Oh, one and four? Yeah, I'm I'm 500. Dude, you're a loser like me. How did this happen? You for so long this year, you were good, and now you're. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be honest. This pod and off the pod, like I've had a bad enough month that um, I know Lent is in March for Catholics. Does that sound right? Yeah, Marchish. I'm March-ish. doing my first ever Lent in the month of January. Um, I think I'm gonna take the whole month of January off from gambling, um, partially because I also have a bunch of weddings where gambling isn't legal, so it, it kind of is organically gonna happen. Um, 
But I think I'm going to take the month off and then just like have the slush fund ready to go in February for the Super Bowl. You know, I'm all for dry January, for eat healthy January, for not socialize in January, but it's the NFL playoffs, not bet January. Just feels like, yeah, it's too far. It's too far. The vegans are taking it too far. You're taking it too far. You got to, I guess if you're going to be at a wedding, it's all, all week, uh, every weekend, but. Not every weekend, but we, we, we need a bit of a reset. We need just a, a deep breath and an exhale. Cause uh, we're getting our asses kicked. So yeah, one and four last week. Um, all right. So I'm not going to complain about this because we both took it, but I actually think we both got a push. I have us taking the Bengals at minus three on my notes. So we can either both take the push or both take the loss. I don't care. How do you want to do it? I have three and a half. Okay, but we both – What did saying, we say last week? What, what, what did we I, – I have it as minus three, and I double-checked during the podcast. So I don't care how we do it. Do we both want to take the push, or do we both want to take the loss? Fuck it. Let's both take the push. All right, then I'm still above – Still above 500, then 36, 35, and 4. Fuck yeah. All right, then I had an over 500 week. That's huge. Um, Colts minus one and a half versus the Steelers hit. The Steelers are terrible. Um, the Falcons, did you see? I know it was during Festivus. That pass Desmond Ritter threw the interception when they were driving late may have been the worst football pass I've seen at any level, including middle school, high school, Jewish summer camp. Flag football in the city, like it was the worst pass I've ever seen. All right, now I got to look it up because no, I I I did not see much of that game. Um, was that during Festivus? No, that game was Sunday. Actually, I, I feel like I watched some of that game. Oh, it was well. I mean, it probably wasn't on red zone much much because it was just a terrible game. Um, Eagles minus three versus the Seahawks. Eagles are a little bit in free fall mode, and Drew Locke has got a swagger dance. Uh, they won. And then Bills Cowboys over 15 and a half. Um, the Cowboys did not do their part. Um, the Bills, it's amazing. Like, I right now would pick the Bills to win the AFC the way they look. And if the season ended today, they wouldn't even be in the playoffs. I I agree. But like they, they looked so bad on kind of on both sides of the ball for a while there. Like the, this. They're just putting it together, and it honestly may be too little, too late. Um, well, the biggest well, this week. The biggest, the biggest difference is under Joe Brady, and I, I've been banging the drum for this guy all year because I've had him in our fantasy league all year, and I've had people in the league like Adam Belzo and say, "Oh, this guy sucks." James Cook. I, they've used James Cook. The, they've used James Cook the last three weeks. Yeah, I mean, he ran all over Dallas. I think. I think we got to talk about. I don't know. Maybe, maybe that's the the Dallas weakness. Like they have all these great pass rushers, and their secondary is pretty good. But maybe everybody's gonna gonna start just running the ball all over I them. Think it's that, and the McCarthy offense is not designed to come back from behind. Yeah, I, it's not I, a lot I, of big explosive plays. They move the ball downfield in a West Coast offense. James Cook had such a big week last week. He moved from thirteenth to the seventh ranked running back in our league. Wow. I I mean I I I could have used. Some of those, uh, Dave. I tried those touches to go to digs. Honestly, Dave, I did the best I could to try to get you out of the sackable. I picked up the Chargers. Dude, they had fucking negative ten points. Yeah, it I wasn't. tried. My team fucking sucks. Look, I'm I'm gonna finish in last place in this league. You guys are probably gonna 
kill me and I deserve it. I've, I've come up with so many shitty punishments over the years for you fuckers. Dave, who's your quarterback? Josh Allen. Oh, okay. I was going to say, quarterback. I've, because I've had the number four quarterback in fantasy just sitting on my bench the whole year. I probably should have tried to trade him in hindsight. You probably should have tried to trade him. Maybe you'd be in the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, Dak and Who would have thought Dak and Purdy would have been such a great stack coming into the year? <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. I went um, – I thought I went two and three, but I guess I went two, two, and one, which is sweet. Um, so the Bengals game pushed. I took the Falcons with you. Um, fuck the Falcons. They're on my do not bet list. You talked me into them last week, and I'm, I'm annoyed about that. Uh, you know, honestly, you really started to suck as soon as I started to tail you a little bit. You should yeah, think I, about that. Yeah, I blame you. Anyway. Um, I had Dolphins minus nine and a half. They did what they always do. They beat the shit out of bad teams. Um, the under in the Steelers Colts game, that game finished at 43 and I had 42 and a half and all of those points at the end were fucking garbage time points anyway. Um, so that is a pretty brutal beat. And then I told you, um, oh no. Yeah, I didn't want to say anything, but you took Denver plus four and a half. So you were I took Denver. I was thinking I took Detroit. No. I totally took Denver. I'm remembering now. This game, this game was uh Saturday night, and I fell asleep about an hour and a half before it even started after the festivities. So I don't really have anything to take away from this game because I think it's Denver coming back to Earth, and it's just like And the Lions coming back to Earth. Yeah, there was some regression both ways. There's some positive and negative regression. I just – they have so many weapons. I just still don't know if I trust Goff. Goff will have his good games. He'll have his bad games. We'll see I if he shows the, up in the playoffs. I think the fact that they're going to – here's – all right, so here's the here's the hypothetical, and it's like it sucks if you're a Lions fan because you're, you're finally going to host a playoff game for the first time in a long time, and they would be – if the season ended now – they're the three seed, and they would get um, – three seed gets to six seed, right? They'd get the Vikings. They'd probably win that game. The worst-case scenario, and I think what's likely to happen if you're the Lions, is I think they're going to get the Rams. And the Rams look – you've been in on the Rams all year. The Rams look – that offense looks good. That They're good offensively. I don't fully trust the defense. Um but they have tons of weapons. I, I don't know that I'd be afraid to play them in the playoffs. Like, I think any decent team will will beat them. But you'd but so much rather have the Vikings. You'd so much rather have the Vikings. The Vikings are the team that every year, every NFC team wants to play in the first round. Yeah, and that's with Perk, who it's like, as much as we dump on him, is a good quarterback, and you see how much worse this team is without him. 100%. 100%. Um, all right, should we get picking? Yeah, are you taking college games this week? I'm not. There was nothing that I really liked. Nah, dude, I got yet again. UCLA fucked me. So UCLA's playing Boise State Saturday in the LA Bowl. Our starting quarterback Ethan Garber doesn't start. We have the third stringer in. So was Boise, he hurt or did he opt out? Just wasn't starting. So we were like, oh, he's not starting. He's not going to play. We take Boise plus two twenty. Boise goes up 7-0, we double down. It's 16-7 at the half, Boise. Bruins offense looking terrible. 
I leave the basketball game. Um, we drive to one of our buddies to watch the second half of the UCLA game. All of a sudden, that quarterback, Collinsley, the who started gets concussed. And all of a sudden, our starting quarterback's in the fucking game. I don't understand. He, for whatever reason, just didn't he start. just benched him? I, I don't know what it was, but UCLA went on a 28-0 run from there. Ooh. That's what you get for betting against your team. Just fuck Chip Kelly, man. <laughs> fuck this entire athletic department. You um, know, Chip had a great little rant that I saw on, on, you know, how the playoff system should be structured and restructuring college football. It was very thoughtful. I was, I was impressed. That man shouldn't have a job and I'll leave it at that. Um, Yeah. No, no real, I'm not going to say no real bowl games, but like the closest thing to like a big bowl game this week is uh, a Northwestern game. Yeah. Northwestern Utah, but unless it's like the big teams where like, I know the opt outs, I'm hesitant to bet bowl games nowadays. Yeah, too, I didn't even think about that, honestly. All that said, early preview, we are hammering, hammering, hammering them. I, I'm not there yet. Hammering Bama. Um, all right, let's get into the NFL. Um, you know, I, I, I was going to do this pick first, but uh, it's going to be my lock of the week, so I'm going to hold off. Um, let's go with Colts plus one and a half versus the Falcons. I don't get this line, dude. Uh, the I'm Falcons. On the I'm on the. I'm telling you, they have no discernible home. Uh, Mercedes-Benz Stadium. I was just on the outside. Is a sick-looking stadium, by the way. I heard that. Yeah. Um, even if their Chick Fil A aren't open for football Sunday. But it's very affordable inside, though. That's their shtick. It's like it's actually pretty cheap when you go in. Dude, the the basketball arena. I got a Chick Fil A sandwich and a soda. It was nineteen dollars. Ooh, not so cheap. All that said, though, I mean, look, I, I don't think the Steelers are good, and that's preview of things to come, but this Colts team, just they're playing with a chip on their shoulder. Last week, they lose Pittman. Um, they lost Zach Moss, so they're playing with third stringers. And in the second half, I think they ran it like 30 times in a row against the Steelers. Like Minshew, I think, after their first drive in the third quarter, didn't throw the ball, and it just didn't matter. You know, they're a team – that's, I think, rallying under this first-year coach, Shane Strickland. Um, Gardner always has had a chip on his shoulder um, and has looked solid commanding this offense. I just think the Falcons are fucking terrible, man. Heineke's starting, but, like, to me, that doesn't make a difference. Uh, this team's not going to go anywhere until they fire Arthur Smith because the fact that three years in a row now in Drake London, Bijan, and Pitts, you've drafted what were supposed to be blue-chip NFL players – at the running back, wide receiver, and tight end position, and your offense is still terrible. That's a reflection on the head coach, in my opinion. Um, and honestly, I, I might sell points here and get this up to like plus four or five and a half. Hmm. I was with you on everything on the Colts being well coached and being able to run the ball, and Gardner being a being a baller. And then you said something. I didn't realize Heineke's going to play. They're going to move away from Ritter. Mm-hmm. Fuck. Heineke, Heineke is good for one one baller game. He's better this than Ritter. I just, I just still don't think he's that good. Fuck. I I agree. Atlanta's been on the do not bet list because one game it looks like they're figuring it out. They're getting their playmakers the ball. Their of offense course. is kind and of legit. This- they play great. They play good defense every week. 
And you just don't know if you're going to get the week where it's like their offense looks inept. They don't get the right guys, the ball, or like, you know, they look like they're putting it together and they got Heineke at the helm. I'm taking this one off my board. That's fine. Talk me out of it. I'm sorry. I'll find another one along the way. All right. Well, that's my first pick still. All right. Well, now that that's off my board, um, I'm going to take Miami minus one and a half at home against Dallas. Um, I think maybe the secret's out that, uh, that that you can run the ball on the Cowboys. I think, I don't know. I think it's about time that, that this Dolphins team um, who are well coached, super talented. I think it's about time they win a big game. Uh, I, and I think, I, I think this is the one. So I'm taking the Dolphins at home um, and the line's only one and a half. I feel like it's going to happen. I think it's going to be a score fest, but yeah, I like the Dolphins here. Um, the biggest thing is, look, it's in Miami, and the Cowboys so much needs to go right for them to still win the division. The Dolphins, the one seed is really on the table, and I think for this team to come out of the AFC, they need to have home field advantage. Um, and with and with the Ravens playing the Niners this week, it's a huge opportunity for them. I, I give, I mean, look, the Jets. Offense was what it was, but the D's been solid all year. And I give them credit. Tyreek didn't play last week, and they really didn't miss a beat. Yeah, it was just Waddle. Waddle balled out. And uh, I got to give a quick shout-out to a guy I have in two other fantasy leagues, not our own, but um, Raheem Mostert, 20 touchdowns. Yeah, I I got him in my other league, too. He's been great, which is crazy because, like, you know, he's kind of been splitting carries. Um, when when HN's healthy, they throw the ball so much, and it hasn't mattered. He's just been a fucking stud. Yeah, he's averaging four point nine yards a carry. So between that and the touchdowns, like he knows he's gonna get his. Yeah, yeah, so well, yeah. And he gets the goal line touches. So shout out to Raheem. Um, all right, my second pick. Um, I'm gonna go Browns minus two and a half at the Texans. Um, I mean, look, the Browns should have lost last week if Darnell Mooney just caught that hail mary, which again. Everyone's giving him so much shit, so much. I know it hit him in the hands, but like, there's a lot going on there. So, hell Mary, you can't you can't blame someone not catching a hell Mary. That's not fair. Flacco threw for 214 yards in the fourth quarter. Um, I'm a believer in the Stefanski Joe Flacco combo. He came off the couch and is playing some really solid football. All right, he, all right. He threw three picks. That's all right. He got the W. It's a results oriented sport. What if, what if Stroud starts? You still feel good about this one? I, I still think so. I mean, look, Case Keenum actually got the win. I had no idea it was Case Keenum last week. I thought it was Davis Mills. Keenum got the win um, against the Titans. I just think, look, the Browns seem like they have a good thing going right now. Stroud is, is doubtful right now, still with the concussion. Um, you know, they're going to get Nico Collins back, that I, which I think is going to help, obviously, Keenum if he plays. But – I like Miles Garrett to get to Stroud on this or to get to Keenum on this one. And I like the Browns to keep rolling. I think Kevin Stefanski's a dark horse for coach of the year right now. I'm staying away from this one. I thought about it, but Stroud plays. This is a much different bet. Doesn't seem like he's going to. Um, Flacco, I threw, he threw three picks. You know, I'm, I'm not, I'm not back in Flacco. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. Browns defense still great, but I'm staying away. All right, your second pick. I'm I'm back in the dogs. Um, well, actually, just one dog. I'm back in the Raiders plus ten um, at, at Kansas City. I don't think the Chiefs are are 
I don't think they're capable of blowing anybody out right now. And the Raiders are starting to look like a good team under our boy Antonio Pierce. Um, I don't think they win this game, but I, 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 I think they keep it close. And I think, I don't know. I just don't believe in the, in this chiefs offense and, and, and that they're going to blow them out. And the Raiders always play them tight, I guess is the most important part. This is always a tight game. Even when the Raiders have looked way worse. Look, teams are a reflection of their head coach and uh, Antonio Pierce brings a lot of energy and a lot of positivity. And right now that's what, uh, how the Raiders are playing. Um, They're coming off. I mean, again, the chargers are a dumpster fire. They fired Staley finally this week, but they put up 63 points last week. And, uh, that's seven short of the end or of the season record. I don't know if it's the NFL record, but the Dolphins scored 70 this week or uh, this season. Raiders look solid. I, I think the biggest thing, like you said, though, the Chiefs are just not putting teams away, whether it's through just not scoring or self-inflicted wounds like Kadarius Tony doing something dumb every week. Um, I think the Chiefs win this game, but, you know, it's a divisional matchup. I think it's probably like a six, seven point game. So, yeah, I would say Raiders plus 10. That's the hope. All right, pick number three. Uh, I'm I'm riding a wave on this one, and I don't feel particularly great about it. But I'm gonna go Bucks minus one and a half at home versus the Jags. Um, yep, yep, yep. I'm in. The Jags. Look, this is twofold here. One, Trevor's still clearly a Trevor's still clearly banged up, and B is still in concussion protocol. Um, so if he plays, he's dealing with an ankle injury and a concussion last week. I have Trevor in Dynasty. He was my first pick in the draft a couple years ago, and it pains me to say this. Like, this isn't going to be Andrew Luck, the, the can't-miss guy. It's going to be a solid NFL quarterback. But I don't think right now he's ever going to be that guy. This team – I mean, look, this is a must-win game for the Jags because the Colts, them, and the Texans, it's a three-way tie for first in the AFC South, which if you had said that a month ago, you would have thought, you know, we were talking out our ass basically, but here we are. Um and Baker, you know, look, Godwin and Mike Evans will look great. Rashad White is just running it down people's throats. Um, Bucks are playing with a little swagger right now. And um, it's a home game. Again, it's in the state of Florida, so I'm sure Jags fans, however many there are, you know, maybe travel. But Bucks, the way they're playing, they're on a nice three-game winning streak. The Jags um, have not looked good losing the last couple of weeks. And I like the Bucks to keep this going at home. Yeah, I think I – think- if this isn't if this isn't such a huge game for Jacksonville, I don't think I don't think Lawrence plays. I think he, but I think he does this week. I think he plays pretty hurt. Um, and you're right, like uh, Baker and the boys are a rock solid team. I think they are in a great spot to win this division, and they need this win too. So I I, I yeah, Bucks at home. I'm riding. All right, uh, my fourth pick then. I am going Seahawks minus two and a half at the Titans. Um, you know, Will Levis is also a concussion protocol. So I don't know how I feel one way or the other if Tannehill plays in this game. Um, there's a world where Tannehill, it's like the classic, like comes back after getting bench type situation. Yeah. Um, look, the Seahawks D looked very good against the Eagles. They had three interceptions. And, you know, look, the Eagles D hasn't looked good for like a month now, but the offense, you know, Still has all those pieces, and the D looked good. It's Pete Carroll D. And, um, I mean, look, Geno's still hurt, but Drew Locke the last two weeks has looked solid. They've really committed to running at the ball with both of our boys, Kenneth Walker and Zach Charbonnet. Offense looks solid. They got JSN involved last week. 
um, in a big way. So I think the Seahawks, you know, again, I'm not going to say they have a lot of momentum because they were they squashed the winning streak last week by beating the Eagles, but they're coming off a big win against the banged up Titans game team. And uh, I like them to keep this going. Yeah. I, I, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to back the Seahawks who are all over the place this year because they beat an Eagle team. That's kind of free falling. Um, I think they're off the Eagles offense kind of sucks right now. So I'm not giving a lot of credit to this, this, um, this Seahawks defense. And, and you're right with the Titans. I mean, Tanny could totally come out and absolutely ball out. It's Derrick Henry's season. This game I'm staying away from. I, I don't know what the Seahawks are. And I don't know what the Titans are in December with Ryan Tannehill. Yeah, a lot of my picks have a lot of moving parts that could make it interesting between now and then. But when you record on Wednesday, you got to go with the information you have in the moment. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, who do I have left? Uh, oh, Niners. We should talk about this game. This is a pretty big game. Um, I'll I'll start. I'm taking San Francisco at home, minus five and a half. They're blowing teams out. They looked bad last week against the, against the Cardinals, who have looked a little bit better with Kyler back the last month. Um, and they still won that game by like 20 points. You know, they're, they're, they're the best team in football. The Ravens are a good team. They can play with anybody um, except the Niners. So, I, 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 I mean, last week, like – Brock didn't have a great game. McCaffrey looks every bit the MVP. You know, he he still single-handedly carried that offense. The defense didn't play well, and they still, like, look pretty good. I don't know. I, I They're just fucking rolling right now. And five and a half is not enough points at home. I think as long as they stay healthy right now, I just – I don't see a scenario where anyone's beating this Niners team. They're just so locked in. Um, yeah, look, the Ravens are playing good ball, but again, they just, uh, who did they, who'd they play last week? The Ravens, the Ravens are playing solid ball, but they don't blow anybody out. Who did they just play? They beat the Jags 23, seven, right? That's what I thought. Yeah. I mean, look, the Ravens won an overtime against the Rams, you know, like, I, I, I haven't watched a lot of Ravens games this year where I've been like, wow, this is a fucking football team that could win the Super Bowl. It's just always like, oh, like the Ravens won a nice, close game. Yeah, look, I mean, it, it's weird to say because at the end of the day, they are the one seed in the AFC right now. But uh, the Niners are just, in my opinion, so far and away above everybody else. Yeah, agreed. All right, my last pick, my lock of the week. Weird things could happen. It's a divisional matchup. But I'm going Bengals minus one and a half at the Steelers. Um, you got a little Bengals thing. You're, I think, I think you're a Jake Browning closeted fan. I, not closeted. I I banged the drum on the podcast. He's a Pac-12 guy. We, I mean, we talked several times. I should have remembered this several times about his playoff berth. He last week won that game. They scored 17 unanswered. He wins that game and mouths at the camera. You shouldn't have fucking cut me. Referring to the Vikings. Um, <laughs> Look, Jamar's going to be out, but T. Higgins stepped up immediately. I think they'll just run the ball more with Mixon. Um, and again, the Steelers' offense, I know they're benching Trubisky. It's going to be Mason Rudolph this week, but does that really, in the grand scheme of things, actually move the needle that much? 
Yeah, we've seen the Mason Rudolph show. It's uh, there's it's a reason Mason Rudolph hasn't played it all the last two years when Pickett gets hurt. Um, I think the Bengals D locks in. We're gonna get a lot of Joe Mixon and Chase Brown has really emerged the last couple of weeks, and uh, the Burrowless Bengals keep rolling to the playoffs. I'm with you. I I like this one. Um, I left it off the list because no Chase. Uh, I don't know. It's so like. At some point, the, the, the Jake Browning thing's got to come to an end. But I like it. I'm with you. Uh, Zach, um, what's the lock of the week? I got Buffalo minus 12 and a half. They're going to kick the shit out of the Chargers. Um, Chargers defense has looked horrible all year. And, you know, firing their offensive-minded head coach is not going to fix that. Um, the, the kid they have starting stick, he fucking sucks. Um, this team, this is, this right now is, is the worst team in the league. I worry a little bit because, you know, the, the interim head coach thing, these guys are going to be fired up to play for a guy that's not Staley. Um, but on the other hand, I think Buffalo really, really needs to win this game. Um, and they're going to come in. They're not going to fuck around. This is not a trap game because they have to play every game for the rest of the season. Like it's a playoff game. Um, and their offense just looks so good. They're firing on all cylinders. Josh looks good. The shit out of them, dude. They're gonna kick the shit. They're gonna go up four touchdowns in the first half, and then I'm just gonna sit around and pray that there's not some kind of backdoor happening here. But this is gonna be an ass kicking. Yeah, there's there's no need to overcomplicate this one. Yeah, agreed. All right, you want to do one of yours? I got the teaser ready, and I'm I'm scrolling through the prize picks as we speak. Yeah, let's do uh, let's do the bagel bet. Um, so we didn't do one last week, but as a reminder, I'm nine and three on the season. Nine and two, if you uh, exclude the the first week, um, and I got this shit figured out. the The way that I've won almost all of these has been taking an absolute tackle stud who's getting underpriced on on DraftKings because they never set these lines high enough. Uh, and you just ride with him. So this week, that dude is Ernest Jones. He is a linebacker on the Rams, uh, and he averages almost five assists a week. But DraftKings has got him all the way down at three and a half this week. And usually this is like minus 110, minus 120. This week, you can get the over at plus 115. So I love it this week. I'm hammering it. Ernest Jones is like fourth in the whole league in tackle assists, and his number is only three and a half. Um, and we've hit this bet at four and a half or higher before. So Ernest Jones, tackle assists in the Thursday night game. All right. You want the teaser or the prize picks first? Uh, do the prize picks, and then I'll do promosexuals. Then you do the teaser, and I'll do the bankrupt parlay. All right. I mentioned last week on prize picks, there's goblins and ghouls. They're still there doing are, goblins and ghouls? There are still goblins and ghouls. So here's a six-way goblin pick that is 10 to win $1,000. Wait, which one are goblins again? Goblins are good. Ghouls are no. Goblins are red. Ghouls are green. The goblins are alt lines, higher alt lines. The ghouls are lower alt lines. Got it. Which one are we doing here? We're doing all goblins. So this is like we're a reverse teaser kind of thing. We're ju- Yeah, we're juicing. Yeah, yeah. All right, we're going Jake Browning, 275 passing yards. Um, last three games, he's gone for 354, 275, 324. 
I said it before that this this Browning thing, especially without Chase, and this week against the good Steelers defense, I feel like this might be the week it comes to an end. I know he's your boy, and it pains me to say that to you, but uh, let him cook. Um, we're going Cooper Cup, hundred receiving yards versus New Orleans. Um, last three, he's gone for one eleven or one eleven and one fifteen. The last two looks healthy. We're going James Cook over a hundred rushing yards. Cook is cooking, playing the Chargers. And we're it should with, be up. We're going McCaffrey, 100-plus. The Ravens' D is good, but in CMC, I trust. Last three, he's hit that pretty easily. We're going Tyler Boyd, Boyd over 49-and-a-half receiving yards. Um, no chase. I think Boyd steps up, had 53 yards last week with chase in the lineup. And then this is strictly – this is probably the balls used of all of them, but the team he's playing is in disarray. And he's so due for it. We're going digs 100 receiving yards. I'm looking out for you, my man. I hope so. For all of our sakes. Speak, well, not so much for my sake, but speaking it into existence for you. That's it? Well, you can only pick six. Oh, I, don't know. I wasn't counting. Yep. So there it is. I Look, I, I, I hope you're right, especially about digs. Those are big numbers. You well, know, 100 receiving yards is not. I know. I, I know. But you know that's that's not nothing. I I like the guys you took. I, I like I like your thinking on all of it. But big numbers. The Boyd one feels like really good value. They are not ghouls. They thing. are they are not ghouls. They are goblins. They should make the name easier to remember which is which because I forget every time. No goblins, just or no ghouls, just goblins. Goblins are are juicy. Exactly. Okay. All right. Um, Promosexuals. I was kind of hoping to do an NBA thing because, you know, Christmas is for NBA, except for this year they got a lot of good NFL on, so that's going to be fun. Um, but none of that's up yet because we're a little too far out from, from Christmas still. So uh, I got a classic FanDuel 25% on any live bet for the Thursday night game. Um, this is nice because you can do it on the actual game. You know, just as soon as kickoff happens, it's a live bet. And you get a 25% boost on, you know, the spread or the over or something. So that's nice. This doesn't have to be a parlay or a same game parlay or something. You can just bet the game and get some juice with it. And that's on FanDuel. Ideally, it would be like the Rams punt quickly and then you like get their spread down a little bit maybe. Yeah, I just don't know who I like in that game because the Rams and the Saints are such a fucking they're, – they're both so hard to bet and – uh you, you, you don't really know what either is going to look like on any given week. So I don't know how I'm going to bet that game yet. Maybe maybe I'll use that live boost on the bagel bet. All right. Well, as part of the teaser, I do like the Rams. So this is a 12-team teaser, six points, plus 3,500. You're going to get the Rams plus one and a half uh, at home against Saints tomorrow. You're going to get the Bengals plus four and a half. Wait, wait, wait. I have that line as four. Rams, it's part of the teaser. Rams plus one and a half. Okay, so I guess okay, never mind. You 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 just have a slightly different line than me. You have it at minus four and a half. You're gonna get the Bengals plus four and a half. You're gonna get the Bills down to minus six and a half. You're gonna get the Colts up to plus seven and a half. That's like a no-brainer. Yep. This one is a little bit crazy, but you're gonna get the Panthers plus ten and a half versus the Packers. The Packers' D looks like Swiss cheese. Yeah, but the Panthers suck. 
Yeah, it's a little. Wait, you said plus ten and a half. Yeah, they're plus seven and a half. You should get that up to thirteen and a half. What are you what doing? Book, what book are you on? That it's seven and a half. Fanduel. I mean, I'm looking at the wrong thing. Hold yeah, on. Fanduel is Panthers Packers a plus four and a half. Yeah, never mind. I got it at five. I was looking at the wrong thing. All right, we got Browns plus three and a half versus the Texans. You're gonna get the Lions plus three versus the Vikings. You're going to get the under in the Commanders-Lions game at 43.5. Sorry, Commanders-Jets with uh, Simeon at quarterback. You're going to get the Bucs plus 4.5. You're going to get the over in the Cowboys-Dolphins game to 44.5. And And then you're going to get Niners-Money line versus the Ravens. I like it. There was nothing in there that I objected to besides having a hard time following the line honestly except the rams you you could have a great teaser here and you could be lo- about to lose it in the, in the first game I, I'd, I'd be worried anything yeah. could happen in that game tread lightly on the rams tread lightly on the rams all right fan duel so i went a little fucking crazy this week i just started putting bets in and i didn't really wasn't keeping track of the odds until i had 17 bets in my bet slip and um, a lot of them are reverse teasers. So this is uh, 10 to win $7 million. So okay, they don't let you put it in for $7 million. So I put it in as $1.30 to win $946,000. Okay. 17 legs. Let me clear my throat. <clears throat> All right. Bengals minus six and a half. Bengals, uh, Bengals Steelers under 37. Colts minus six and a half. Colts, Colts, Falcons under 45. Uh, Panthers money line. Panthers, Packers under 36 and a half. Browns minus six and a half. Under 40 and a half in that game. Dolphins minus one and a half. I didn't even tease that one. That's just the spread. Uh, and the over there, which is 50 and a half. Niners minus five and a half. And the over there, which is 46 and a half. And then a few spreads I just fucked with. Uh, Bills minus 20 and a half. Lions minus nine and a half. Under in the Commanders Jets game at 37 and a half. Bucks minus six and a half. And Raiders plus 10. That's dollar and 30 cents to win about a million dollars. You laid out a lot of shit there, but, uh, you know, it sounded good to me. Yeah, there's some there's some crazy shit on here. I'm gonna post this on the Instagram so people can take a closer look. This one, this one was I probably went a little too far. No such thing. But um, you know, I'm only risking a dollar to win a million, so it's kind of like a free million dollar bet. You're playing the lottery. I uh, I'm kind of playing the NFL lottery this week. Um, you mentioned the NBA. We should probably start betting the Clippers. They've won nine games in a row now. Who do they play on? Uh, Christmas Day. Um, That's the only time I'm going to bet the NBA before the playoffs. They don't play on Christmas. That's kind of fucked up. They're pretty. There's a lot of stars on that team. They play the Hornets the day after, though. I'm not going to watch that. Christmas Day, you got Knicks, Bucks, Nuggets, Warriors, Celtics, Lakers, Heat, Sixers, Mavs. That is loaded. That is loaded. That'll be fun. I mean, that is like so many prize picks are going to be placed on Christmas Day. It'll be great. I can't wait to check the scores on my phone while I watch the NFL. 
Um, all right. We'll do concluding thoughts in a second, but my picks this week were Colts plus one and a half, Browns minus two and a half, Bucks minus one and a half, Seahawks minus two and a half, Bengals minus one and a half, lock of the week. Jake Brown. I got Dolphins minus one and a half, Raiders plus 10, uh, Niners minus five and a half, Bucks minus one, and Bills minus 12 and a half, lock of the week. How are you, uh, how are you preparing to watch football for your first ever Sacco Bowl? Um, well, it's going to be a pain in the ass because it's right in the middle of Christmas. So I'm going to be like, you know, trying to enjoy family time um, on Christmas Eve. And it's going to be, you know, me, my team probably getting their ass kicked again. Um, I'm going to try not to be too sad on Christmas Eve. It's usually a pretty happy day for me, uh, but it's definitely adding an extra element of stress to this holiday season that I really didn't need. So here's a good thing, and because you have this built in with Christmas Eve, my advice was going to be, I've only done it once, and uh, I like needed to be alone because, uh, again, the thought of a potential chest waxing was just terrible. Um, my advice was going to be drink heavily. The good thing is, because it's the holiday, you'll have an excuse to do that. Um, other than that, I would just say a lot of deep breaths, a lot of deep breaths and alcohol. It, it's just going to put my Christmas Eve where I do usually enjoy a few beverages. It's going to put the whole thing on steroids. If I look down at my phone and the Sunday night games coming to an end and it looks pretty clear that I'm going to lose, uh, I'm going to go into big depression mode. But if it's clear that I'm going to avoid this thing, it's going to kick the other way really hard. And Merry motherfucking Christmas. So, yeah, uh, we'll we'll definitely have something to talk about next week hopefully that i don't lose and uh have to do this pod from jail all righty then um all right my i'm not gonna kill anybody that wasn't what i was my concluding thoughts will be yeah big sports weekend some good college hoops um seton hall beat uconn today i'm not a seton hall fan but i am from the state of new jersey so good one for the hall yeah watch some basketball watch some football have a good time and uh you know, ultimately, just enjoy the family time. Enjoy your eating. Enjoy your drinking. To the Christians who listen, Merry Christmas. To the Jews, I'll see you at the movies. And, uh, yeah, that's all I got for that. Uh, it's been a rough sports year for me. I'm obviously in the uh, fantasy toilet bowl. Uh, I suck at betting, as anybody who listens to this shit knows. The Giants suck. Wake football sucks. The lone bright light in my life has been Wake Forest basketball. We kind of started off the season on the schneid, but we're turning things around. Our big man got his waiver. So to all our listeners, watch out. I think I think we got a real team this year. And Merry Christmas and shit like that, everything Chase said. I just Googled Steve Forbes, and uh, I take it your head coach is not the publisher of Forbes magazine. No, no. Who knew? Uh, everyone... Everyone enjoy the holiday. We'll be back next week with Davey Bagels. My name is Chase Bedorsky. This is the Bagels and Locks podcast. Have a very Merry Christmas.